Live with CDP, a weekly sports and entertainment podcast, live on YouTube, Facebook Live, Twitter, and on audio via Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Anchor FM. Now here's your host, Chris Palme. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to Live with CDP Sports Talk, brought to you by Barry Cullen Chevrolet, 905 Woodlawn Road West in the Guelph Auto Mall. Please check out barrycullen.com for their newest selection of new and pre-owned GM vehicles, or give them a call at 519-824-0210 and tell them CDP, a.k.a. Chris Pome, sent you there as well. Again, I want to say thank you to Barry Collins Chevrolet for sponsoring Live with CDP Sports Talk. Good evening, everybody. It is um, Monday, November 28th, Season 4, Episode 54, 219 altogether. And my guest is uh, Morgan Parrish from Fox 19 uh, now in Cincinnati, now news in Cincinnati. This is her second appearance. So uh, Morgan's going to come on and talk a little bit of news going on in Cincinnati. And she's covering right now. And maybe a little bit about the uh, Phillies, Sixers, and the uh, Philadelphia Eagles as well. So just bear with me, guys. And we'll bring on Morgan Parrish from Fox 19 News in Cincinnati. Hello. How are you doing, Morgan? I'm good. How are you? I'm happy to be back. Yes, I'm doing I'm doing okay. I had to change my background on here. Apparently there's I've been using a virtual background on uh-huh. here and uh, uh for some reason it keeps freezing up my computer. So sooner they take the virtual background off, it's fine. So now I just have to figure out what's causing the issue and I'm still learning about all this computer technology right. stuff. Right. Oh, that's so annoying. I'm sure you'll get it figured out. Yes. So how was your day? It was good. I started bright and early. You know, I'm on the morning show. So, um, you know, I was into work at 3.30 and then I got sent to breaking news this morning. So I was on that all day at work, but then I was still kind of done early, got a workout in and I have a part-time job. So I actually just got home from that. Wow. So a long day. So what time is a, a day start for you then? Um, well, I wake up at three, press Ooh, snooze okay. a few times, roll out of bed at 320, <laughs> get to work around 345, and then I start my news reports at 430. So thankfully, it's not a long commute for you to work. No, five minute drive. <laughs> that's even, that's perfect, because there's nothing worse when you have to get up at that time of morning and then have to make like a, a 40 minute or an hour commute. Right. That was one of the reasons why I picked the apartment that I live in, because my thought process was when it snows and bad weather, I was like, I do not want to have to deal with it. So every time we have a snowstorm, I'm like, all right, just get through this five minute drive. We'll get there. I was, I got to ask you, I'm not sure how much of a college football fan are you. How is the state of Ohio taking that loss to Michigan on Saturday? Ooh, that was rough. Those fans are upset. And you know what? I actually didn't watch the game. I had a friend's birthday party to go to, um, but they were upset. I mean, I have a friend who lives in Dallas and he went to Ohio State and he was texting me. He was like, I'm so mad. I'm so mad. He was watching it in Dallas. I mean, yeah, they, they weren't happy. <laughs> yeah. And the, and the, and the, 
first quarter and a half, Ohio State was playing well, and Michigan um, was down 10-3, to but the problem was Ohio State couldn't go up any more than seven. I feel that if they went up 14 or 20 points, that might have been a different game. They let Michigan hang around in that game, and then Michigan surprised them by their air attack, throwing the ball, and then in the second half, they just ran it down their throats. That's what I saw people talking about on Twitter. I, I had to yeah. catch the aftermath, but I was like, yeah, it wasn't looking good. <laughs> I was going to say, in college football, like we have it here, but it's not no, it's not nowhere close to like it is in the States. I sometimes feel college football is even bigger than the NFL sometimes. Oh, yeah, I agree. And a lot of people feel that way. And I even feel that way with basketball. I would, I mean, you know, I love the NBA so much, my Sixers, but I love some college basketball and just because they're so young and, you know, they're just so eager to like win. And it's, you know, it seems like it's a lot of action. So I'm sure people feel the same. I'm not big on college football. I went to Rutgers. Definitely. And, How uh, far is Columbia? Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry. No, I was just saying how far is uh, where the Buckeyes play in Columbus from Cincinnati, oh, approximately? Um, just a quick hour and a half. Not that far. Wow. Okay. Really yeah. not that big of a deal. But uh, hey, but hey, one good thing is the Cincinnati Bengals are winning again. Yes, I know. I'm like, thank goodness, because we kind of got off to a rough start. <laughs> and it's also hard coming off. Go ahead. A, it's hard coming off from a season where. We just made it to the Super Bowl, right? So everybody has all these high expectations. And then it was like when we started off a little slow, it was not looking good. But I'm like, okay, we're back. We're back on it. And also um, the Philadelphia Eagles. Did you get to see any of the game last night against the uh, Green Bay Packers? I didn't get to see it. I didn't get to see it. Um, But I have been watching the Eagles. And what a season. I mean, do you expect anything else from our birds? I didn't expect 10 and one. I'll be honest. I, 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 I predicted the Eagles to win maybe 11 games or 12, win 11 and uh-huh. 12 and be enough to win the NFC East. But uh, right now the Eagles are on pace to win probably, I think 13 or 14 games. Yeah, I know. I agree. And I didn't think so either. Cause you know, as an Eagles fan, they're very much hit or miss. I mean, I will always ride for them, but you just never know what you're going to get. So this season I was like, they are on fire. I mean, all the Philly teams that when uh, the Phillies made it to the World Series, I was like, "What is going on?" It was something in the air. I was gonna say um, the Phillies had a great run. Uh, the the Flyers start. Oh, I think I lost you. Turn it off. Uh, hopefully, we'll get Morgan back. I guess the Wi-Fi connection. I have one of those Wi-Fi pods. But I just think a lot of people are using Streamer as the signals. Right. It's back now. Can you hear me? Oops. Are you there? Yep. I'm here. Can you hear me? Oh, no. Let's see. Well, it's not on you, Morgan. I think it's on me. I just think it's on the website because I, I do have one of those uh, Wi-Fi uh, pods to strengthen my okay. signal. I just think it's the uh, StreamYard site right now because I think a lot of people use this uh, site for uh, podcasting. Right. I've got you now, though. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you and see you good. So sometimes okay. technology is great, but sometimes it doesn't always work. Oh, I know that all too well. 
So I was just going to get your uh, quick thoughts on the 2022 Phillies. And uh, I'm not sure if you like the Philadelphia Union, but they actually had a, a good playoff run too, uh, getting to the MSL finals against, I think, Los, a- Los Angeles. Wow. Okay. No, I didn't know about the Union, but I was happy about the Phillies. Again, did not expect the Philly teams very much hit or miss. But I remember the last time the Phillies made it to the World Series, uh, 2008, 2009. And I just remember like going out to the parade that day and just like the energy of the city. So to see, I wasn't there, you know, during these series, but to see all the pictures and videos that my friends were posting, um, I was just like, I wanted to be there. I could not believe it. And then it was so sad when they lost. I was actually in Columbus uh, visiting my friend that night and we were all out watching it. I mean, and everybody was like in tune. It's funny. Everybody was rooting for the Phillies. There weren't really any Astro fans. Um, and so I was really sad when they lost, but still happy that they made it there because again, did not expect that. And they were only two wins away from the world series. And, uh, the, the manager they brought in, Rob Thompson is from, uh, Sarnia, Ontario, which is two hours from me. He's a Canadian and he's in the baseball hall of fame here too, as well. Oh, that's really cool. I didn't know that. Yeah, he was a good. He was a one. He was a very good Canadian baseball player, and he became a manager and and worked his way up in the ranks. And uh, he was the, he was only two wins away from being the first born Canadian manager to ever win a World Series. Wow, that's pretty neat. Yes. So you know what? I think the Phillies are in good shape for next year. As for your Sixers, I haven't really been following them. I know they they traded Ben Simmons away since we last talked, and yes. they acquired James Harden, but I just don't know about this team. Yeah, I know. Um, they got off to a slow start this season, and actually I haven't been able to watch all of the games because I go to sleep so early because of work, so – I've been missing them, but I will say, like you said, from the last time we talked, I'm glad that they got rid of Ben Ben Simmons because we were talking about that. He was just causing so much drama. He wasn't, you know, cooperating. He wasn't, he, he didn't have the chemistry with Joel Embiid on the court and it was really messing up, uh, you know, just the whole team's uh, chemistry. And so I'm glad that we finally traded him. I'm glad that we have Harden. Um, Tobias Harris was really good this year. Actually, you know what? The Sixers, they won last night, actually. Okay, yeah, because I right now I've been focusing on uh, uh, the Canadian Football League, which just wrapped up the great cop championship. Their season's over. And I've been following uh, college football and the NFL. And I really don't start following the NBA and the NHL until probably December or January because there's just so many sports going on right now. I know. It's a lot going on. I can't keep up, truly. <laughs> Now, I, I was going to say, Cincinnati, do you think they'll ever get an NHL team? Do you think they could support a National Hockey League team there? Uh, you know, I really don't know. I don't – see, I don't really follow hockey like that. Hockey. So I don't really pay attention to the hockey following out here. Now, what I do wish, I wish we had an NBA team because the closest uh, is the Indiana Pacers, and I'm not driving out there for a Pacers game. <laughs> Cincinnati actually did have an NBA team back, I think, in the late 60s or 70s yeah. called the uh, Cincinnati Royals, I believe. Yes, they did. And people have been petitioning for them to bring them back. But I don't know if that, that's going to happen. We'll see. Do they have the arena there for an NBA team currently? They don't. So I don't know how uh, it would work. But if there's a will, there's a way, you know. Yeah. So how do you still enjoy how do you still like living and working in Cincinnati? I love it. You know, it's funny. Um, Cincinnati was never a city that was on my radar. Ohio wasn't on my radar in general. And, you know, I came out here in the middle of the pandemic. I had like 
two friends that I knew. And, you know, I ended up falling in love with the city. It's an artsy city, you know, concerts, food. I mean, since I've been here, and I've been here for two and a half years at this point, I have experienced the Bengals making it to the Super Bowl. I watched Serena Williams play one of her final matches. I've seen Janet Jackson in concert, like all these other things. Um, you know, I visited Nashville, Indianapolis. Um, it's just a really cool city in the Midwest. People are so friendly. Um, so I, I truly have no complaints. I love it out here. I've been to Cincinnati once uh, back in 99 for uh, a 49ers Bengals game at old riverfront stadium. But I, from the sounds of it, I need to come back there again. And, uh, I always hear about the skyline chili. Is it really that good? So you want to know a fun fact? I have not tried it yet. Wow. I, it just honestly, and I know it's like a staple. People love it. I'm going to try it before I move. Um, but it just doesn't. It doesn't look appetizing to me. So I'm sorry if my if any from anybody from Cincinnati is listening right now, but I just can't do it. It's a lot of chili and cheese on the spaghetti, but I will try it before I before I leave here. I always find when I visit the states, uh your restaurants uh poor portions are more than they are here in Canada and yeah. your grocery stores um I I I I just find so much you guys have so much choice. Your prices have obviously gone up like they have yeah. here. But you guys have so much choice down there. And it's like, and that's the thing. Never go to a grocery store or a restaurant hungry, hungry. Right. That's so real. I know. I can only go to grocery uh, stores, you know, after I've already eaten breakfast. Because if I go on an empty stomach, I'm buying everything. I'm spending way too much. <laughs> okay, definitely. I'm just going to, I know I'm going to keep you half an hour. So I'm just going to get into some more questions. Um, quick thoughts on this Eagle season right now. Um, did you think they would be 10 and one? And uh, what do you think of Jalen Hurts? Obviously we've had quarterbacks like Michael Vick and Randall Cunningham. Is this guy legitimately that good? Yeah. Um, and we touched on the season a little bit, but no, I did not think that they would be 10 and one. Honestly, it's mind blowing. And I hope they keep this momentum going um, because I would like to see the Eagles make it to the Super Bowl again. When they did that in, what was that? 2017, 2018? Yes. 2017. I mean, yeah, that was just amazing. Again, just like the energy in the city and same thing. Never thought they were going to make it there, and they did. It seems like they're on the right track right now, so I'm hoping they make it that far. And as for Jalen Hurts, yeah, I think he's that guy. You know, he's still young. He has a lot of momentum. And the fact that he's already killing it right now, I think, you know, I think he's in for the long haul. I, yeah. Do you still have any Eagles gear that you wear in Cincinnati? I do. I have, a, I have a couple Eagles shirts. I, I wear them football season. And it's funny walking around with my Eagles shirts in Bengals territory. But every now and then I'll see somebody with like an Eagles hat on or an Eagles shirt. And I have to shout them out. I'm like, you're a fan. And like instant bond, instant connection. I can't remember the last time the Eagles played in Cincinnati. I know the Bengals uh, played in Philly a couple years ago, but I, I just don't remember the last time they went to, uh, it was called Paul Brown Stadium, but I think yeah. they changed the name of it now. I can't keep up. They did. They just changed it to Paycor, and I don't know why. Everybody liked Paul Brown, but it's Paycor now. It all comes down to money because they get more money from these corporate sponsors. So even my podcast now has a sponsor. I know. I saw. I was like, look at that. A local GM dealership here, and I'm working on getting more sponsors as well. Yeah, no, that is awesome. I, that was the first thing I noticed when I hopped on. I was like, wow, this is really cool. 
So I'm just, uh, this is my 219th episode and, and I'm, uh, I'm working hard on, uh, I'm still not giving up on radio. And, uh, I was on a couple of TV stations in Toronto last week. Uh, they interviewed me about the gray cup, which is our version of the Super Bowl for Canadian football here. And oh. it was quite a, quite an opportunity. Yeah, that's amazing. I'm so happy for you, Chris. Well, thank you. And uh, I'm just working hard and uh, I'm also doing camera work, paid camera work uh, for the local university here now as well. Oh, okay. Look at you doing all these things. How do you have time? Well, I, it's something I have a passion for. And I just feel that the more I can learn about media and do more things, then maybe somebody will give me an opportunity. Oh, 100%. I mean, you literally are dipping your hands in everything. You know, the podcast, the, you know, photography, the hopping on TV stations. So 100%. And I'm, and I'm doing digital writing now, too. Look, all that. <laughs> another so. another. As a man builder. Yeah, so it's something I have a passion for. And uh, hey, I've been really lucky to have great guests like yourself come on. And Aww. I've made a lot of connections, but I've also made a lot of friendships uh, doing this podcast show as well. Yeah, no, seriously. I know I was just on the phone with my grandma, actually, before I got on here. And I, I told her how um, I was doing a podcast with you. And I was like, yeah, I was like, I think we just became friends like via social media. I was like, we bonded over the Eagles. And I was like, you know, it's so great that you know, we still stay in touch and I can do things like this, you know, on your show. So I'm grateful. Yeah. And like I said, every, uh, you always hear the negative things about social media and the internet, but I, I think there are a lot of positives in there. and uh, without yeah. the social media and the internet and StreamYard, I wouldn't be able to do this. Right. That's so true. I agree. Um, I love social media. It's such an easy tool for networking. You know, I've spoken with news directors and, you know, top cities, top markets, just through networking them, either a Twitter DM or a message on LinkedIn or even a message on Instagram. So, you know, yes, of course, there's a lot of toxic things on social media, but there's also a lot of positive. And that's how you get to look at it. It's a, it's like alcohol. You just have to know how to be responsible, be responsible with it. And anything I do, uh, like doing digital writing, I always like to do fact check and try to be accurate as possible. Or if, if I do make a mistake, I correct it and, and fess up to it if I do yeah. make a mistake. Yeah, exactly. And that's all you can do. And people would appreciate that more, you know, as opposed to just leaving it and being like, oh, you know, it is what it is. Okay. Um, I'm going to just ask you a couple of news questions before I let you go, uh, Morgan. What, what is the latest story or stories you've been working on for Fox 19 News and uh, just some of the interviews you've done lately with uh, uh, people around the community in Cincinnati? Yes. Yeah, so um, this is actually my favorite time of reporting. I always tell people from October to January, it's the best time for reporting because it's holidays. So, you know, October we're doing the the Halloween stories and Thanksgiving and like the food drives and now um, it's funny my team at work they call me our Christmas correspondent because I've been doing all of the Christmas stories lately you know like Christmas tree stories or you know the Christmas shots and this this and that the lights um, so that's been bringing me joy just because news can be so negative a lot of times and a lot of times I do get sent on breaking news. Um, you know, this morning I was on breaking news, a shooting, two people in critical condition in the hospital. Um, last week I was on a really, really sad story. Um, a teenager was hit like during a hit and run. Um, and then uh, another man and his son ended up finding him. And then the father from the trauma had a heart attack. So it's just like, it's a lot and it's heavy. Um, so when I do stories like that and then 
the next day I get to do like a lighthearted Christmas story or like I was at the amusement park the other day. I'm like, okay, sometimes we need this. But yeah, I've, I've really been on the holiday stories, the toy drives, Toys for Tots. I've been working on the stories with that. Um, you know, a lot of the food pantries, how they've been helping the community. You know, last week it was the Thanksgiving boxes and now they're, you know, doing coat drives and this, this and that for people in need around the holidays. And it's about to start getting chilly. So that's kind of what I've been working on lately. Um, it's kind of been a mix of all that with breaking news sprinkled on top. <laughs> How was your uh, Thanksgiving, by the way? Uh, your Thanksgiving is a month ahead of ours. Uh, ours is like the first week of October here in Canada. And uh, I guess yours is a little, about six weeks after. How was yours, uh, U.S. holiday? Yeah, it was, it was good. So I actually anchored Thanksgiving morning. Um, so I anchored from uh, 4.30 to 10. And I had a co-anchor, Lauren. She's awesome. And we just we just have good chemistry. We're good friends anyway. So it was like, to anchor together, um, it was a really good time. And then I was going, I was going to fly home to New Jersey, but flights were just so expensive. And I'm already coming home for Christmas and I flew home two times in September. So I was like, I'll just stay here. I took off Black Friday and I had like a four day weekend. Um, I went to Thanksgiving dinner at my friend's house. Her mom was in town, her sister. We had so much food. I was like, I do not want to eat another thing. I was so stuffed, <laughs> but it was good. How was yours? Uh, I'm looking oh, for um, my, mine in October was good. Uh, ate too much food and, uh, and stuff like that, but it goes by quick and it's, it's hard to believe it's December. And I have to ask you this. Do you uh, think the store should wait to December 1st to play Christmas music? Are you a fan of it even beginning in November? Oh, I'm a fan of it in November. Like, honestly, like once Halloween ended, I was like switching gears, like decorated my apartment the second week in November. I've been listening to it. So I just feel like, you know, once daylight savings hits, it gets dark here at like 4 p.m., 4.30. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and you know, and a lot of people really go through seasonal depression, you know, and so I think by, you know, just having the Christmas lights up or the music in the stores, I think that makes a lot of people happy. I know it makes me happy. Um, so I'm here for it. I'm like, why wait? Just do it. <laughs> What is your favorite uh, Christmas song and uh, what Christmas movies do you like? Enjoy. Oh, so many. Okay. Um, favorite Christmas song, probably All I Want for Christmas is You, Mariah Carey. But I have a whole album that I like. Uh, Luther Vandross has a Christmas album, and that is my favorite thing. Songs, like random songs, uh, it's called Mistletoe Jam. That's my favorite song. I listen to it all the time. Um, and then I also like the Temptations Christmas album. Those are like top three, Mariah Carey, Luther Vandross, the Temptations, and then uh, Jackson 5, Santa Claus is coming to town. Those are like my favorites. I had them on repeat. As for movies, oh, I have so many, but I like the classics, like the cartoons that I watched as a child. So like Santa Claus is coming to town, The Year Without Santa, Rudolph, The Grinch, um, Christmas with the cranks. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I've been watching them. That's been my routine. Like I go to work, I come home, work out, go to my part-time job, come home, watch a Christmas movie and go to sleep. Like that has been my routine for like the past couple weeks. And, uh, do you have a favorite Christmas, uh, dessert that you like for Christmas? Ooh, so I'm not really, I don't think I have a favorite Christmas dessert, maybe cookie. I like oatmeal raisin cookies and I don't eat them 
like throughout the year. So when I do get to eat them around Christmas time, it's like a treat. <laughs> what do you prefer, snow or no snow for Christmas? Oh, okay. I like a white Christmas. I love if it would snow on Christmas and if I was in the house, not going anywhere. Um, if I had the work or something, no, I do. I don't want to drive in it. So I only like it if I can be in the house. <laughs> Does Cincinnati get a lot of snow or they get some a little bit rare? Like, how's that work? It's kind of, um, it's, I think it's hit or miss. You know, the couple of years that I've been out here, we haven't had crazy snowstorms. I mean, maybe like a few snow days, like three, but nothing like crazy where it's like, oh my gosh, I can't leave the house, you know? Um, it honestly reminds me of just like where I'm from in New Jersey and Philly area, you know, nothing crazy. It does get cold, but I always say if you're bundled up and you have your jacket and your gloves, your hat, you know, it's fine. <laughs> Something else I was going to ask you too, but I, I, I hate that. I should have wrote that down, but, uh, I was going to say some of my favorite Christmas movies are home alone one and two and yeah. Christmas vacation with Chevy chase. Oh my gosh. Okay. So I haven't seen Christmas vacation. I have to add it to my list because really, I wow. know I have to add it. That's movies from 1989. I, I feel so old, but that <laughs> one you have to see. It's, it's still a classic. Uh, I think what, how many years ago, 33, 34 years ago, which is hard to believe. Wow. Yeah, that is, I'll add it to the list, but I do love the home alones. I like home alone too. Lost in New York. Yeah, the first two were outstanding, and then when they changed all their characters for three, four, and five, it wasn't the same. It wasn't the same. But, you know, I think I saw something. I, I think they're coming out with a new one. Or I might have made that up. They're coming out with something similar. Well, oh, I, oh, what? I got confused. They're coming out with a new Christmas story. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Hey, I, before I let you go, I, a couple more minutes, we'll wrap this up. What was it like uh, anchoring Fox 19 News for the first time? I think, uh, I don't think you were an anchor the last time we talked. Yes. Yeah, so, um, actually, the first time I anchored was December 2020 on Christmas. Okay. I, yeah. So I anchored Christmas. But yeah, the, the first time we talked, I wasn't doing too much anchoring. Now I anchor a lot. I fill in on weekdays, weekends, and I love it. You know, I love having a co-anchor and I love being able to talk with her and like the weather person. Um, and I also feel like I can showcase more of my personality, um, you know, just being able to ad lib and like really react to the stories. Um, so, yeah, I've been loving it. And that was my first time anchoring on Thanksgiving. So I like that, too. And it was it was a good mix of stories. It was hard news, but we also had like fun holiday stories sprinkled in the mix. So. Um, the first time, though, Christmas 2020, nerve-wracking. <laughs> Very nerve-wracking. And things have gotten a lot better than back then with the pandemic. Uh, what a difference uh, two years make. What a difference. I was just telling somebody that I cannot believe next month, December, it will be three years since the start of the pandemic. I mean, it feels like it was just yesterday, and it just shows you how fast time is flying by. But such just such a difference even in my career where i was november november 2019 before the pandemic to now november 2022 i mean it's like night and day i've grown so much from being in cincinnati and you know for me this is still the beginning i you know there's still a lot of room to grow more and you know i'm still trying to climb the ladder but yeah it's been a lot of growth and i'm grateful for work here and uh, it's important that you work with good coworkers as well, because it, it doesn't even feel like work with, when you're working with good people. 
Yes, I was just about to say, you know, there's been, I have had jobs where, you know, the newsroom was hostile and, you know, people weren't getting along and there was drama and it, it makes such a difference when everybody's on the same page and getting along. And also, you know, that's big with morning shows too, because it's kind of like, we have to have good energy because we are the ones waking people up in the morning as they're getting ready to go to work. You know, we can't all be miserable or upset. So we all try to bring the good vibes and, you know, sometimes people will bring in donuts or bagels or you know, whatever. And we just have a good time in the newsroom singing. Usually I'll, I'll break out in something random. <laughs> I can't sing, so I don't do that. <laughs> so, oh, I can't either. So I probably shouldn't. And compared to me, anybody's good compared to me. So um, <laughs> before we wrap this up, can you just tell my audience here in Ontario again, just a little bit about Cincinnati and why people should come and visit the area? And uh, what are some of your favorite places to visit and maybe some restaurants in the city? Yeah, for sure. Um, you guys should definitely visit Cincinnati. Um, I call it a hidden gem. You know, like I mentioned before, it was a city that was never on my radar. It wasn't even it wasn't even crossing my mind. I didn't even know about the Bengals, truly. And you get out here and everybody is so welcoming, so nice. There's so much to see. I mean, I spent all my money going out to eat, truly. My favorite brunch spot is Luvino. They have these things called pancake tacos. And it's like pancakes with um, scrambled eggs on top, cheese, bacon, sausage. So good. Do not try it if you're on a diet. <laughs> That's a lot going on. Um, I have some favorite taco spots, Bakersfield. They have like tiny uh, street tacos. I get their shrimp tacos. Agave and rye, another taco spot. Um, soul food restaurants. There's this place called The Eagle, known for the best fried chicken in the area. They have fried chicken, grits, greens, like Basically, all foods that uh, if you're a vegetarian or trying to eat clean, do not go there. <laughs> but, um, yeah, just like really cool museums, the Children's Museum, the Underground Railroad Museum, um, amusement park out here, Kings Island. So fun. I've been four times and they have something every season. So, of course, they're open all throughout the summer. And then we went in October. They had Kings Island Halloween haunt and they had like haunted houses spread throughout the amusement park and like scary people like running up to you. Um, and now it's just transformed into Winterfest. So they have an ice skating rink out there, um, like winter parades, Christmas lights, and the rides are still open. So Kings Island is really cool. Um, I've done so much out here, like go to a Reds baseball game, uh, FC Cincinnati, which is our soccer team. They're really fun. And they just added this brand new stadium called TQL. It's beautiful, like state of the art, um, you know, Bengals games, of course, like Really, there's something to do every season, every weekend. And again, the people are just friendly out here. I think it's a Midwest thing. So uh, definitely come visit. You will not you will not regret it. What would you do if there's a Philly-Cincinnati Super Bowl? I'll wrap this up, but just hypothetically, the Eagles and Bengals play in the Super Bowl. Oh, I'm rooting for my Eagles. <laughs> no matter you know, what, eh? Like, listen, I live out here, but I have been a diehard Eagles fan. Yeah, I'll root for the Bengals while I'm out here, and I'll wear the orange on TV. But when it comes down to my home team, you know, I've been riding with them for since I was a kid. <laughs> How did you like those black uniforms uh, they had on last night? The old black uh, jerseys, pants, and helmets. I like the I like the all black. I think it I think it looks good, especially with their record right now, ten and one. I'm like the all black. I'm like I'm here for it. <laughs> I think it looks sharp too, but I like the green. I like the green and the white too, but yeah, it looks like really sharp. 
It's going to be a tough game Sunday. They're taking on Tennessee and Derrick Henry on Sunday at the link. So it's going to be a, a tough game against the Titans. Yeah, what time is that game? Is it an afternoon mm -hmm. game or a night? One o'clock. One o'clock game on uh, one o'clock from Lincoln Financial Field. And I believe it's on CBS or Fox, one of those networks. Nice. I get mixed up. Nice. I'll be able to watch it. See, I can always watch the afternoon games, but the 8, 830 games, I got to go to sleep for work. <laughs> I don't blame you one bit. And uh, I'm going to wrap this up, Morgan, because I, like I said, I know you got an early morning as well. And so do I as well. I'm doing 10 hours of uh, camera shooting tomorrow for a whole bunch of football games. So I probably should go to bed early tonight as well. Yes, definitely. Definitely. Get your <laughs> definitely. Where can my uh, audience, again, find you on social media and on Fox 19 now online? Obviously, with the Internet, people can watch you on the Internet if they want to do that as well. Yeah, if they want to watch me, I'm on every morning from Monday through Friday between 4.30 and 11 a.m. Uh, you can literally just go to fox19.com slash live stream and you'll be able to watch our newscast. And then as far as social media, I am on Twitter at Morgan Parish TV. Instagram is MTV Morgan. And then Facebook is Morgan Parish TV as well. And I'm active on three. Okay. Hey, again, Morgan, I want to say thank you for coming on season four, episode 54, uh, overall number 219 uh, tonight. And uh, just talk a little bit about the news industry and about what you're up to and some Philly sports. And it's uh, good to keep in touch with you on here as well. Yeah, likewise. Thank you so much for having me. I always enjoy speaking with you and, you know, love talking about news and sports and all good things. And I got my Eagles uh, hoodie on too. Yes, and I love it. I noticed that. <laughs> go birds. And uh, if you can give me about 10, 15 minutes, I will have this uh, downloaded to all my audio platforms. And now I'm on 17 platforms, including iHeartRadio as well. Wow. Shout so, out to you. So. I love that. I still have a long ways to go, but I think I'm, I'm making progress as well. I mean, you're literally killing it, Chris. You're doing all the right things. Well, thank you so much. And uh, a great guest always makes a podcast. I'm just the guy who's asking the questions and the guests is what guests are what the people want to see. Oh, well, I appreciate you. Thank you so much. And if I don't talk to you again, um, have a great Christmas, holiday season. I don't know. Are you, are you big on Christmas? Uh, I'm okay with it. As long as I have a good Christmas dinner and I can watch an NFL game and a Christmas movie, I'm okay with that. Okay, good. That's what I like to hear. <laughs> I'm definitely cool with that. But yeah, we'll definitely be in touch on Twitter. And uh, again, I will have an audio link uh, to this sent to you later on. Okay. I awesome. hope you have a I hope you have a great night and get some sleep. And uh, we'll definitely have to check you out on Fox 19 now online as well. Yes. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. Thanks, Morgan. Have a great night. And uh, we'll, we'll talk to you before Christmas. Yes. Sounds good. Thanks, Chris. You too. Take care. Have a good night. Bye. You too. Bye. Bye. All right, guys. I hope you enjoyed uh, season four, episode 54 tonight with Morgan Parrish, a news anchor and reporter with uh, Fox 19 Now News in Cincinnati, Ohio. She's also a huge Eagles, Phillies, and uh, 76ers fan as well. Before I wrap this up, guys, I'm just going to show you guys a little bit uh, of the Eagles highlights uh, last night against the Packers courtesy of the National Football League and uh, the Philadelphia Eagles YouTube channel. Just one second, guys. I'm going to just show you a little bit of uh, highlights from this Gainwell game. Gainwell now in. It's third and ten. Hurts stepping up. Got away from the man who was policing him. And Hurts gets the first down and more. 
It's a gain of 23 to the 48-yard line. Rudy Ford got him at the sideline. A foul for a horse collar. Third and six. Hurts design run takes off. Easily the first down. Hurts on his way. First and goal for Philadelphia. The legs of Hurts on this opening drive. Play the run from the quarterback position first against the Philadelphia Eagles. From the four, Gainwell slams it inside and in for an opening Eagles touchdown. And oh, by the way, if you want to just Go get physical. Let's get physical up front here. Philadelphia. Okay, guys, I apologize. There's an issue with Eagles. They have issue. a lot of beef right up front. And you can One play sec. the finesse game. They can throw the ball. Romeo Dobbs, the rookie, remains out with a high ankle injury. Pressure up the middle. Rodgers escapes the sack. Keeps it alive, fires towards Lazard, it's deflected and intercepted two feet down by Josiah Scott. And the Philadelphia Eagles can run it really well with their quarterback. Sanders to the end zone, touchdown again. What a start for the Eagles. Jaron Reed, and they are just fooling. But anyway, second and 11. And Hurts throw complete. A.J. Brown spin and go. The former Tennessee Titan out near midfield. Gain of 23 yards for Brown. But anyway, Fake to Gainwell. Hurts has a lot of space over here. Take it off. Anybody going to catch him? All the way down to the five-yard line. Quarter begins with second and goal. And Sanders plowing his way forward and into the end zone for another touchdown. And here we go. Two of the big guys up there. Jordan Mailata, 365 pounds. Landon Dickerson. 335 pounds. Watch the left at the top alone. Rogers going to go to the middle of the field. Look down, it's intercepted. Read by Blankenship. You've sunk my Blankenship. Interception for the rookie. Called on for injury. He was prepared. Hurts. Long pass caught by Devontae Smith at the 40 yard line. Good long throw by Hurts for a gain of 17. Zard in motion. Rodgers in trouble. Got away from one, but not the second one. Josh Sweat with the big hit to close it down. And a sack back to the 30-yard line. Loss of three. He brought that up earlier in the year. He wanted more of that. Second and ten. Hurts. Gonna try the other side this time. Coming back to get it for the touchdown. Quez Watkins. 
I don't know what they're going to call it, but you have to have a route that lands right at the pylon, right? So everybody has a landmark. Here you go with Watkins on the outside. Good game with the running backs, good game with the quarterbacks, and a good game with throwing the football. A lot to defend. It's a good game. And that's Sanders through the secondary. Sanders to the 29-yard line. Big chunks of yards, 28 on that carry. Sets up third and 12. Hurts pressured, throws it. It's caught by Smith this time to the five-yard line for the first down. To Aaron Rodgers, looking at his rib area from what we hear on the sideline. Second and goal here. Hurts throwing. End zone touchdown. A.J. Brown gets the feet down. Hurts' second touchdown pass of the game. And a two-score lead. I thought the deal for A.J. Brown was among the biggest deals of this entire. Anyways, guys, that clip was courtesy of the Philadelphia Eagles YouTube channel in the National Football League. The Eagles won that game 40-33. to The Eagles are now 10-1 and and take on the Tennessee Titans this Sunday at 1 o'clock at Lincoln Financial Field. And I'm looking forward to that matchup as well. Uh, C.J. Gardner-Johnson left the game with a rib injury, and Landon Dickerson, our offensive lineman, uh, was hurt as well. So we'll have to see how the injury report looks for the uh, Titans game Sunday. It will not be easy against uh, Ryan Tannehill and Derrick Henry and those Titans who lost a tough game at home to Cincinnati. So definitely going to be uh, a really hard day for the Eagles against Tennessee uh, in Philadelphia this Sunday coming up as well. And the Michigan Wolverines, first time since 2000, defeated the Ohio State Buckeyes 45-22 at uh, Columbus, Ohio Stadium. And uh, J.J. McCarthy had a great game and Donovan Edwards and Cornelius Johnson and uh, thumbs up uh, to the uh, Michigan Wolverines uh, coaching staff uh, for having to do with Blake Corm, a Heisman Trophy being injured and uh, having such a great game plan against Ohio, uh, going to an O-air attack in the first half and then the second half uh, running the balls down their throat. And this was their biggest win against Columbus in Ohio since 76. And one of the most, uh, I think the 45 points are one of the, the most they've scored in, in that stadium in quite a, a while as well. So Michigan is now 12-0, and 0, and they have a chance to win their second consecutive Big Ten championship this Saturday night at 8 o'clock against the Purdue Boilmakers from Lucas Oil Stadium uh, in the Indianapolis, Indiana, the home of the Colts. And uh, hopefully Michigan can get that Big Ten championship uh, for the second consecutive year. And also... Uh, they're 12 and 0, so we'll see if they can continue their unbeaten streak. And uh, right now, they're the number two team in the country. Uh, Georgia's one, Michigan's two, I believe TSU is three, and Ohio State went from uh, two to five with this loss. And as uh, far as I'm concerned, Jim Harbaugh can coach the Wolverines as long as he wants to. He's proven himself. He proved himself last year and this year. And I think this game's even more important than last year's. Last year, they were, it was important, but they won at home. This time, they could actually prove they could beat the Buckeyes in Ohio State for the first time since 2000. And that, and that game, uh, Michigan won 38-26 to 26 under quarterback Drew Hansen. And I think Tom Brady was a backup then, too. And I know John Cooper was the Ohio State coach that year. He got fired. So we'll see what happens with Ryan Day. 
He's lost two straight to Michigan and both badly in Ann Arbor last year and in Columbus this year. So we'll see what happens with their situation as well. And also, guys, this Saturday, I will be in Buffalo to see the Bandits. Albany Firewolves home opener for the Bandits for the 22-23 National Lacrosse League season. And I'm looking forward to being at the Key Bank Center. And if you want tickets, go to bandits.com as well. Oh, guys, as I do as always, I'm going to put this on here first. My next live with CDP Sports Talk, sponsored by Barry Collins Chevrolet, will be this Thursday, December 1st at 2 o'clock Eastern. My guest, Rod Black. Uh, he is a Canadian sports announcer, uh, best known with his work with CTV and TSN. And he's also now with uh, North Star Bets as well. He is a, a host and an ambassador uh, for uh, North Star uh, Bets. So I'm really looking forward to speaking to Rod about his career in broadcasting and being with TSN CTV for 30 years and uh, talk about his new endeavors with North Star Bets. And uh Talk a little bit of CFL with Rod as well. He was a uh, longtime play-by-play announcer for the CFL alongside Dwayne Ford as well. So I hope you guys can tune in for that. That'll be season four, episode 55, and my 220, 220th, uh, 220th episode as well, guys. And like I do with all my podcast shows, guys, I'm just going to do this right now. Live with CDP Sports Talk is sponsored by Barry Cullen Chevrolet dealership at 905 Woodlawn Road West in the Guelph Auto Mall. Please check out barrycullen.com for the newest selection of new and pre-owned GM vehicles or give them a call at 519-824-0210 and tell them Chris Palmer, a.k.a. CDP, sent you as well. And also, guys, the O-Electric Silverado and the O-Electric Cadillac Lyric are now available for pre-orders through Barry Collin. So please either pop by at 905 Woodlawn Road West in the Gulf Auto Mall or check out their website, barrycollin.com. And also, guys, their parts and service department is now open on Saturdays at Barry Collin from 8 a.m. to 4 p.m as well and uh like i said i've dealt with them for 22 years for vehicles they do a really good job at barry Collin chevrolet and i want to say thank you to mark cohen for having faith in me and uh sponsoring my podcast show as well and also guys the live with cdp podcast the audio version is downloaded to iHeartRadio, amazon music google podcasts anchor fm apple podcasts breaker pocket casts radio public Spotify, CastBox, LinkedIn, Stitcher, TunedIn, and Podbean, Podbean as well. And also, I want to say thank you to everybody watching this live on my YouTube channel. Please subscribe if you already haven't. And thank you to those watching on Facebook Live and on Twitter as well. And I'm up to 17 platforms now, and I'm going to try to get my uh, podcast shows live with CDP Sports Talks on even more platforms in the upcoming months as well. And also, you guys can follow me on TikTok. I'm quite active on TikTok at Live with CDP. So at Live with CDP on TikTok as well. And that's about it, guys. Uh, I'm going to wrap up this show. But I want to say, again, thank you so much 
to uh, Morgan Parrish from Fox 19 Now News in Cincinnati, Ohio, for coming on my show for a second time and talking a little bit about the news in Cincinnati and also some Philly sports as well and both Cincinnati as well. So uh, please check Morgan Parrish out on her Twitter page. I will put it up here before I leave. You can check out Morgan on Twitter at Morgan Parrish TV at Morgan Parrish TV. And she's also on fox19.com fox19.com. That's about it guys. Uh, I want to say thank you again to everybody for watching this podcast show and uh, I look forward to my next show uh, this Thursday at 2 o'clock Eastern with Rod Black, uh, the longtime legendary broadcaster here in Canada with TSN and CTV. Thank you, everybody, for watching live with CDP Sports Talk and also for listening to this on my audio platforms as well. And again, uh, live with CDP Sports Talk is brought to you by Barry Cullen Chevrolet dealership here in the Gulf Auto Mall. Check out barrycollin.com. Have a great night, everybody, and we'll see you Thursday at 2 o'clock for the next edition of Live with CDP Sports Talk with Rod Black. Good night, everybody. Go Birds.